Hey guys, so welcome back to another episode of the Ico Jarko podcast or the Ico Jarko show, whichever one suits you guys. So I get straight into it, UFC Vegas 18. Um, so first up was the uh, match between Alexander Volkov versus Alistair Overeem. Um, Volkov being, I think, from Russia and Alistair being a half Dutch, half Jamaican. Now, uh, I remember Alistair Overeem because of the last match he had, was it, was it I may be wrong, but in 2019 or so, Towards the end of that year, it was a match that actually um, hit the opponent. I can't remember the opponent's name off the top of my head, but uh, he um, it caused him to basically um, his opponent in a in a strike got his his lip um, t- got over his lip torn. Um, obviously, I had to have emergency surgery. Um, but no, right straight back to the point. That, what what I'm talking about. Um, so I, I was wrong in my last prediction for uh, in my last podcast for UFC Vegas 18 I said that um I thought that um this match uh, just looking at um how um Volkov forced in one match against another opponent and how um Overeem forced in one match with another opponent um I thought that Volkov would actually lose and I thought that Overeem would win um I think it's one of those situations where by size doesn't really matter Fine, you may have a little size and a lot of power, but it depends how you use it, how you use it efficiently in the in the cage or wherever against your opponent to have the advantage and to win the competition. So, um, yeah, um, I was wrong. So, it's still, it's one of the things I'm learning about about the sport of, of mixed martial arts. Um, I got it badly wrong, and thank thank goodness that I didn't. Uh, put any bets on this money because I really thought that because Overeem, if you look at both of them, Volkov is taller. He stands at six for seven. He's actually heavier even because I thought I thought that maybe um, Overeem would be heavier because looking at them, at least in my eyes, from my own perspective, my own opinion, Overeem does look like has just a, a little bit more size and width in terms of muscle, and uh, Volkov looks a bit slimmer, skinnier. So I thought because of um, his his lanky appearance, if I can call it that, but of course he's not like not not necessarily lanky, but because of his appearance, way um, Volkov looks, I thought he would have the, the disadvantage in this fight, but um, obviously he proved me wrong. Um, so it, yeah, in in the fight I was, I was watching, um, in the fight that I was watching it um, go on, um, there were several occasions. Um, there were occasions that Overeem had his hands up to guard his face and head, and uh, Volkov hadn't done this once. You know, Volkov was actually had. Um, thrown in a lot of strikes, uh, just uh, done a lot of damage to um, to Overeem, and in the first round, he had done so much damage to Overeem that um, I think Overeem had broken his nose, and you know there was blood at all of his faces. Faces, was, as I heard once, there was a fucking mess, you know, and um, you know that showed that really was more pronounced in round two as the fight wore on. You know, he was really hurt, his nose nose was bleeding, and yeah, Volkov won the match by T by um, TKO. And if I just play it here on TV here, I can see that um, there is uh, just towards the um, when um, Volkov gets his win, it's uh, just like a like a heavy, a serious one-two that he gives his opponent, and just that just sends uh, over him to the ground, and um, Volkov finishes the job with um, just dishing out some sh- dishing out um, sh- dishing out shots and you know strikes. So um, yeah. I was wrong about about this fight. Another stats: Volkov stands at six foot seven. Overeem six foot four. Volkov's two hundred sixty pounds, and uh, Overeem's two hundred fifty six pounds. So you know, um, 
yeah, um, <laughs> take from that what you will. So after that was the um, co-main event, um, uh, Corey Sanhagen versus Frankie Edgar, the bantamweight division. I'm just not sure I got this correct. I will not say in the podcast something that's completely, completely wrong. Yeah, bantamweight division. So, so guys, um, this one is one of those fights that just you know it, it ends before it's even really started. You know, so the um uh, the bell goes for the beginning of round one, and then uh, they're pacing, <laughs> pacing up and down, and they're just out of nowhere. Sanhagen delivers this flying knee, just abs- just immediately puts um Edgar to sleep and just knocks him out cold. You know, I well, I saw that in the in the video. I was just wow, that's um, <laughs> really something that that was um wow, just you know wow, just um, of course at the same time I was hoping that um. As Dominic Cruz was saying in a in a video he posted on social on his Instagram later on after you know when he, when he'd left the arena and left the the cornerside commentary desk and everything he um said yeah that was you know well done to Corey Sanhagen even in his commentary saying yeah that that's how you get a title shot that's that's how you do it um he was saying um when he left the arena that at the same time want to make sure and hope that the other guy is okay before he starts celebrating you know because it's the fight where people people fight to compete not to to get hurt or you know to kill themselves but um no that was that was crazy you know people were reacting holy shit you know just what the fuck you know it was crazy so you know Corey Sanhagen well done <laughs> so up next uh was it was Johnson versus Gida the lightweight division and now um what can I say about this fight um Gita did uh, won the fight by unanimous unanimous decision. Um, you know, can I say this safely? Um, he um, in the fight they did. If you look at his face and everything, you know, it did look like he out of the two he had taken more damage. I think his his face. Actually, let me get this up on the screen. Da, da, da. Yeah. I mean, I've you know, I've, yeah. I'm just looking back now. There's uh, one point during the fight that he's got um, he's got his opponent clinched up against the fence, and then just manages to spot body slam, <laughs> body slam his opponent into straight away into a takedown there. So, um. You know he performed really, really well in the fight, and um, yeah. And one of the things I made in my notes is that he did take plenty of damage, uh, but um, he also at the same time did dish out plenty of strikes, a uh, kick, few clicks and clinches. But you know, out of the two, um, I can see why he won. You know, he really um, gave it his all. So I think someone was saying he looks like he's fifty, but no, the guy's actually just 38, 38 or thirty nine. So still, he's still young. Next after that was the um, Pan- Pantoja versus um, Cape or Carp. Um, this guy's name, which is the featherweight division. Um, initially, I thought Carp's name was pronounced Carpe, uh, but no, it's actually um, Carp or Cape. If if it's wrong, if you're watching this on YouTube, please correct me. If you, the best you can do is it, because it's pronunciation, please correct me in the comment section below. Um, 
so when I was watching the fight, both guys did look, um, they did look like they're really sharp in their striking, just how the, you know, their footwork and their their stance in the um, in the octagon there. So we can get it up, up back on the screen again. We've got it here. That's all right, but um, yeah, um, Pan- Pantoja won this um fight by um, da, 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 by unanimous de- unanimous decision. So um, yeah, as I said before, both guys um, for me anyway, as a novice, he's still learning a shit ton of knowledge about the sport. You know, uh, f- you know, it for me it did look like both guys were alert, sharp, and sharp in the striking their leg kicks. But you know, of the two, Pantoja Pantoja was the uh, better fighter, and he um he won now towards the end of round one it did seem as if um there was a moment there that um carpe <laughs> that, that looked like carp um lost his balance when he was trying to throw um a strike and um Pantoja just seized the opportunity to get um to get what well, not not there wasn't i want to say it's a takedown because uh when he when this guy when carp lost his balance he actually fell to the floor Pantoja just seized him seized the opportunity got in there and kept the guy on the ground so um yeah, I can I can see how um, and why he won that fight. So I will remind you guys, uh, not remind you, but I'll point out that for this um, um, UFC Vegas, I really just focused on the um, the uh, main card, the co-main event, and the, and the uh, main event and the other uh, fights that were on the main card. Unfortunately, I was a bit too tired to um, watch the rest of the fight card, the preliminary card, which was like the other half. So up next after that was Ferreira versus um, Darish and the lightweight division. Darish won by split decision, and um, after that was Marquez versus Rodriguez, the light heavyweight division. So the first round, actually, you know what? Let me get this up on the screen. Yeah, because this was. Um, <laughs> This was a um, <laughs> pretty decent fight. Marquez got plenty of takedowns in there, and um, at one point he did something really smart, which is something I saw um, with another fight that happened. Was it sometime in? I think it was in January or December. Another fight, I think. <laughs> Shit, I, I really got go and make maybe make a list of all the fighters i'm going to talk about my podcast um another fighter called he's a mixed race guy has tattoos has glasses has three daughters he did this um sort of move whereby he got a takedown in and then dragged his dragged his opponent to the center of the octagon um instead of um have, doing the takedown by the um, edge of the octagon next to the fence but um yeah um Rodriguez did something like this in this fight. Um, after Marquez got another takedown in, uh, Rodriguez um, actually dragged himself to the fence so he could have the fence uh, to have some leverage in that takedown so match to at least get himself up into a clinch and then hopefully after that break out of the clinch. So, um, yeah, one thing I didn't notice about the fight is that Marquez's uh, ground game was really good. And I think towards the end of the round uh how he won the fight he won by submission a technical rare naked choke hold um no not it was a technical knockout um no technical submission 
technical submission, sorry guys, uh, via a rear naked choke hold. And uh, he had already managed to pin his opponent, um, Rodriguez, down to the uh, down the floor, and was even in the corner there, um, which was on Rodriguez's side of the um, cage where he had his own team. Um, I could hear, I could hear them. Well, if you're watching the fight, you could hear them shouting instructions to um, to their teammate or to, to their fighter. So um, yeah, at that point, um, Marquez um, managed to get his opponent into a rear naked choke hold and uh Rodriguez taps and uh Marquez on the fight. Okay now this fight Devontae Smith versus just Justin Jane's the um catch weight division. Good fight and uh the fight had to be stopped because um Jane's took a serious injury and Excuse me. Justin Jones had taken a serious injury to his eye and uh, really, really was uh, was really, really nasty. Um, you know, I think um, when... Da, 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 made notes, let's make notes on this. Whilst um, Jones was, was um, being pinned, was um, being pinned down, Smith was still dishing out um, hard strikes and, he, and, you know, a few elbows. And one of those elbows, elbows caught Jones in, the, in his left eye. And it wasn't the ordinary swelling or black eye. I mean, the whole lower socket of the of Jane's um of Jane's eye socket was had swollen up even to a different colour. So it was really, really, really horrible. And uh, yeah, there's no I mm, can I say it really without being called stupid or being called a fucking idiot. Um, you know, um, if the fight was stopped. Um, Understandably, um, because um, could he have fought with just one eye? There's no way he could have seen out of his left eye. He would have just um, have had to rely on uh, the vision um, cut of his um, right eye. So probably it makes sense for him to, for them to stop that fight. And unfortunately, almost like a forfeit, um, Smith would um, be the winner of that fight. So um, yeah, um, the swelling the swelling on that eye just looked disgusting. And I just saw it for about what the third or fourth time before making this video. And there, it's I still felt like, like I was seeing it for the first time. Horrible. Okay. So yeah, now Paige Van Sant, um, the um, her debut in BKFC in Bare Knuckle and Fighting Championship. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so many people. Uh, I don't need to repeat this because if you fo- if you'd followed MMA, especially around the end of summer last year, um, you would have known that so or heard of her moving to a bare knuckle fighting after her contract with the UFC had come to its end. Um, you know, many people in majority were actually against it, and uh, it wasn't up until I actually queried this my first podcast, which I couldn't upload because one thing um, or another happened. Um, it wasn't until I actually researched this and asked about it that I actually found out that bare knuckle fighting is actually different to the UFC in Bellator and um, Pride in one championship that um, you actually fight with your bare knuckles and I saw that in the ring when she was um, fighting the uh, other girl Britain, um, <laughs> Britain Hart I think is that short for Brittany or something but no when she was fighting the other girl Britain Hart and I saw that the only thing they had around their hands was basically you know when you are 
gonna spar and you're gonna um, wear the uh, the mitts for for mixed martial arts. Wear the boxing gloves for boxing. There's some cloth that you you put around your hands. Um, I don't know the name of it, um, but you hook your, your just your fingers and your thumb into the um, innermost part. Then you wrap the rest of it around your your hand. That's more or less what they're using. Probably something slightly different, but it's more or less the same thing. So, um, <laughs> I um, um, I was actually surprised, you know. But so when each opponent is throwing the uh, punch or strike to the um, to the other opponent, you know, um, you're really going to feel the force from the opponent's hand when they're throwing that punch because there's nothing to cushion the blow. So even though it's still, um, if you're wearing any sort of protection. Any sort of protection, um, of course, you can if the if you're throwing that strike or jab hard enough, you can still do your uh, your opponent some serious damage. So, um, yeah, I was just surprised, and God, I was watching the fights and um, this thing uh, yesterday on just a rewind just to see how she performed. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I was just so tired. But um, yeah, I mean, um, being that spent, I saw um, Paige Van Zandt even at one point took a blow, uh, just a clean shoot. <laughs> A clean shot from uh, Brittany Hart. Um, what I was gonna say, um, yeah, um, it's just unfortunate she, you know, she didn't win. So she she hasn't started off well in the company in the organization, uh, but still, you know, she is a very good athlete. Um, in um, especially coming out from an organization from like the UFC, she's a very good uh, mixed martial arts fighter. So hopefully, this um, might be her. Excuse me. It will be her first fight that she's lost, but hopefully the next one she will win. Uh, because I was wondering why, first of all, why people last year when she announced the move to um, BKFC from the UFC, um, why people so against it. Uh, first of all, I found out that um, BKFC is going to be the fights tend to be bloodier because all I think all you're allowed to fight with is your fists. Uh, you can't do any other moves that you can. Uh, you're allowed to do in the UFC and um, other similar organizations like Bellator and One Championship. You can use your fist, you can use your knees, your legs for kicks. Um, you can use your arms for chokeholds. Uh, you can use your legs for a triangle. You can use your body for a takedown or for a clinch. Uh, so in big KFC, there's less. There's less you can do, and there's more rules that are put in, put in front of you. So. I'm assuming it's gonna be harder to um, win a fight unless if you come if you are one committed um, committed athlete when you step into that ring, you just go straight for your opponent and you just give them a hard you know just a serious KO and you just knock them out cold. Um, so I can understand uh, kind of seeing how um, she um, performed. Maybe you know I could be wrong. Maybe I'm. Um, writing her off in in bkfc but not as a um as a mixed martial arts fighter maybe i am writing off her off too soon but i'm not writing her off because that's just one fight they're not gonna kick her out after that and you know she has proven herself in the ufc no can i say she's proven herself in the ufc i don't even know that much um about her or her uh, her record in the ufc so but i mean if she's if she was in an organization like, like the ufc um, she must have been a really good uh, mixed martial artist because the UFC um, usually have the best fights. Um, even though at one point I was querying, do these does this organization have the best fights? And we got Bellator; they put on some decent fights as well. You have one championship; they have some really really good fighters over there. They put put on some really 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 good fights. Um, and the reason why I say that is because after um, the UFC and Bellator, just take those two organizations for for this example. I'm going to give. 
Now, um, when the other one of those organizations put, does a fight, and then maybe if we couldn't watch the actual live event on a streaming platform, something like that, um, or a pay per view. If you if you can't see it on that, if you go to a, a site such as YouTube and watch the highlights there, or the full fight, the UFC always tends to have more um, document, let's say more um, highlights and uh, much more videos and clips. At least you'll see something, you'll see something from the fight. And from that, you can kind of determine and probably understand why this um, fight won. If it's Bellator, not to shit on the organization because I know Bellator has a history of treating the fighters much much. Um, much more humanely, you know, um, and they also pay them more as well. Whilst the UFC, they're much more of the op- opposite. I think their own reward to their fighters, fighters is that if the fighters does well, if they uh, if they perform well, if they win lots of fights, if, I guess if they're marketable, then um, how they pay them basically, and to make, just as a rising up the ranks, how they'll pay them. And this will sound so stupid, cringy, and probably awkward. They they'll pay them basically with fame and star power because the UFC is a thoroughly established brand in MMA and probably in the you know all around the world, especially in the United States, um, you know, as a household brand for what they do, MMA. Um, Bellator probably is not so much there, but I mean, again, in my one of my older podcasts, the example I gave was how well this organization is known, how popular they they are is that some people think that just the name UFC that acronym that brand is the sport itself whereby the sport itself is MMA mixed martial arts not UFC UFC is just one of the organizations that promotes the sports promotes the athletes that um that do the sport for a living you know the actual sport itself is MMA not UFC but I mean um that's just an example um (laughs) that's just an example of um just how the um how big these these two companies are you know one's a lot bigger than the other but one of them treats their fighters a lot better and i've even lost my trade of thought of what i was talking, <laughs> talking about before uh but no what what i was saying no i remember what i was saying basically is that if someone like Paige van sant was fighting the ufc then she must have been a really really good uh, mixed martial artist because usually the best fights and the best fighters uh, I'm sure that I'm going to take some heat for um for this on my in my comment section wherever I post and promote this a podcast. Um, the best fights, the best MMA material and content, anything you want to talk about mixed martial arts, is still it's still in the UFC, you know. And there's no doubt, there's no denying that. I mean, I've asked people, um, other coaches I've trained with, other coaches I know, other people who are vested in this sport far more than myself. You know, um, where are the best fights? Where, where are the best events held? Who, where are the best fighters? Where are they working? You know, and um, I've told them about Bellator. I've told them about one championship. I've told them especially about Bellator because Bellator is another American company that they um, they cater to the U.S. market, to U.S., U.K., Europe, and um, South America, parts of Africa, Australia. They cater to that um, demographic, that sort of market. Whereas one championship is much more concentrated in the far eastern market, you know, Asia, China, Japan, so on, that part of the world. And they even confirmed that, yes, the UFC do hold the best events, they've got the best fights, and so and so. You know, so, um, yeah, if Paige Van Sant was uh, fighting for an organization, um, for an organization such as the UFC, where this sport is, con- is concerned, MMA, then she must have been a, must have been a good athlete. You know, she must have been, re- uh, must have been really good. I've not seen her record personally myself, so... 
some people may disagree with me when they hear me say this and even call me all sorts of names but you know for this fight um i was actually looking forward to seeing and i thought i thought she would have i thought she would have won i would have put bet my money money on her winning but so maybe that would have been a mistake but hopefully the next one will be a lot better than this one now that <clears throat> i'm belching so much Ooh, trying to throw up so um Alistair Overeem now after his loss at UFC Vegas 18 um I saw his performance in the Oxcon there with um Alexander Volkov yes he lost Volkov won congratulations Alexander Volkov when you win you've beaten someone who's had a long record 67 fights and in those 67 fights he's won 47 of those he's fought in uh almost every um, combat sporting organization in the world at least for kickboxing and mixed martial arts um, you know he had a long long phenomenal career lots of fights uh, he's 40 years old which in the fighting world for sports that is old but you know in general that's still very that's still young but I mean um, there are questions about whether he should retire or not and I saw his performance in the cage you know when it came to recovering you know yes i can understand why people would be questioning that you know wouldn't be so happy about what they saw his recovery really wasn't good and he even said himself in a statement you know he couldn't recover from that broken nose that he got in in the first round from volkov now he released a statement recently saying uh, on instagram yesterday wasn't my night i could not recover from that punch in the first round after i broke my nose my highest priority right now is to heal up and to spend well no, and spend some well deserved time with the with the family. I'll be back in the gym soon though, so that doesn't sound like he has any intention of retiring at all. He hasn't even hinted at it. He's just saying basically he's just saying basically he needs some time to rest re- really recover recuperate, recharge, and you know um get back in the gym and start training start and um, working again towards the next fight. That's if the UFC are going to give him another fight. Um, I'm not sure about how many more fights he, he has left in his contract. So it depends whether the UFC are going to let him fight again, at least in their organization, and depends what Dana White says. I always say the UFC and Dana White, Dana White because Dana White started the organization all those years ago in, what, 93, 94, 92. Um, so, yeah, because, you know, those are the people who have the final last words. Even someone like Conor McGregor, despite him being... Um, Dana White's golden boy um, still it has to go through Dana White first whether or not a fight that Conor McGregor wants will happen at all whether it will happen or not Conor McGregor might bring the organisation money but Conor McGregor doesn't own the organisation <sighs> whatever the prince wants the prince gets so ba- you know, basically now the question is for Ophrim should he retire he knows 40 years old and but still he's had a really um, really long and um really admiring a fighting career so guys that's it yep that's the end of it um hopefully um if you do like uh, if you did like this video please do leave a like excuse me i keep burping and belching at first i'm gonna throw up but yes guys if you did like the video please don't forget to leave a like please do subscribe and um you can also follow me on Instagram. My name is IkoJako1. And on Twitter, my name is IkoJako. I'm not sure if people usually are into Facebook anymore. 
but I do see some accounts on there are still active for the accounts I follow and for the people I'm friends with. Um, on Facebook, my name is Arco Jarko. And do, 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 yeah, you can find my podcast on Spotify, Google um, Podcast, Player FM, SoundCloud, um, Stitcher, Listen Notes, Podchaser. And I'm still trying to get my podcast out there to many, many other platforms. I think the biggest um, issue I'm having now, again, is the Apple um Apple iTunes uh, podcast platform for some reason that is just not accepting my artwork I'm still trying to get around to doing that there must be a way of doing it I think it's the third or fourth time I'm saying this now in the podcast but it's something I'm sure it can be done really really easily really easily so um, yeah my podcast will be on um, Apple iTunes or or Apple Podcasts uh, very very soon alright guys so take care